welcome to Dynastream's podcast, I said a prayer for you today. My hope is that you will be powerfully encouraged through real life situations, prayers, and encouraging words. Each episode is from the heart, not trying to be perfect, just being real for real needs. Feel free to share these episodes with those that you feel may need some loving strength. All right, let's begin. Hello, my friends. I want to encourage you today to wait on the Lord. Renew your strength. You will soar like the wings like eagles. The scripture is from Isaiah 40, 31. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. My friend, God will use things in your daily life to bring restoration, to bring healing, to bring revelation, to things in your life that he's doing, changing and growing you, healing you, restoring you. Because God's process of restoration and healing, it's got to be a lifelong process. I have seen people that there may be something instantaneous and nothing's impossible for God. So it is very well that it can be instantaneous. Jesus has done it. There's miracles in the Bible, instantaneous. And there are some that are processes. It depends on how God wants to use the situation, the scenario, to grow you, to strengthen you, to support you, to provide for you. So I want to encourage you to wait on the Lord. And somehow I know that's significant whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with. And it doesn't mean sit by, wait, and do nothing. But it does mean to walk daily with him, read his truth, read his scriptures. And I'll tell you, there are times when I just find like, Lord, I can't even open it. I, I love going into his word. And it's so exciting. And so if he can show me one scripture, And last week it was, the lost shall be found and find safe refuge. The lost shall be found. And so you go through and look up things. Lord, you you are the one who goes after that lost one, the 99. He left them to go after that one. And just as I shared this with you, he connected that with me just now. You see, over the last week and a half, we were preparing for a weekend event. And prior to that, I was walking the dog out in the grass. And all of a sudden, she found something. And I looked down and something, that something moved. And it was dark, but I didn't have the flashlight. So notice, there's fear. There's something in the dark when you don't have light. Oh, there was a little bit of light. So it wasn't completely dark. But to see that thing. So what did I do? I go, I get the flashlight to shine light on that thing. That thing that moved, that thing that was causing the dog curiosity, it was a baby bird. That baby bird could have been eaten by the dog, could have been stepped on, even stepped on by me. And so I was trying to catch this little baby bird, not knowing what to do with it, and it was scared. And so I found a box, but I turned it on the side, so if it wanted to go into refuge, it could, but it wasn't trapped. And I put it into some bushes, on the ground in bushes, because I knew somehow in my spirit in my whatever because I don't know how to do wild animals but I have found a number of baby birds in my life 
and I put it in the bushes that it could go and hop into the bushes if it could reach. But it knew, it knew the bush, it knew those branches and stuff, that that was safe. So there was a box that if it needed to go to for warmth or comfort and had a towel, but it also knew the safety of the branches. It was familiar, or at least I thought it would be. And I looked and it was under there and it was resting. And in the morning I went and I looked for the baby bird and he was gone. And I thought, oh, I hope it was safe. I hope it was safe. I hope nothing got it. And as I was hoping for that, in the distance I hear a little of that sound of that baby bird that was scared of that same sound. And then I heard more of them. There was a nest. The mama had found it. And so she was feeding it. They were literally in the bushes of the next door neighbor. So I did place it in an area that it was familiar with. And the mama could hear the voice of her little one. And I knew she had to have guided it back. Just like the voice of the Lord will guide you. He will lead you and guide you into all truth. And maybe we can't save a bird. We can't save a person. Maybe we can't get them there. Only God can. Maybe I didn't know what to do with the wild bird, how to care for it, how to do all that the birds know how to do. But the mama bird knew and she was nearby. And she guided it to the rest of the little birds. She cared for each one of them. And over the course of a few days, I would hear the sounds and it would just bring joy to my heart. And even in my workplace, I would hear someone start singing and it reminded me of a baby bird that just needed safe refuge, that needed to know that it was cared for until it could soar like the wings like eagles. Could it, it could soar the way it was designed to soar and to fly. That bird, it was a, a cedar wax wing. And as the neighbor looked it up, it was pretty rare. And they actually have little wax tips on their wings. It's beautiful. How did I find out what it was? I looked, had a little bit of yellow on its tail and trying to find out what kind of bird. And sure enough, when the mama came by, you couldn't tell by the baby bird because it wasn't fully developed into who it was designed to be. So my friend, wait upon the Lord because just like that baby bird, I couldn't fully tell what it was because it had baby bird feathers. The identity that it was emerging into, that it was designed from the time it was an egg. But I couldn't tell. But when the mama bird came, that's what that bird was growing into. And so just as you are designed by God to be something specific, to do something specific, others may not recognize it. But the one who feeds you, who guides you, who leads you, who provides safe refuge, who knows how to take care of you, who knows what you need in the timing and everything is leading and guiding you and will teach you. He shall renew your strength and you shall mount up with wings like eagles. You'll run and not be weary, walk and not faint. And it would just be another day or two that I would encounter a wounded duck. And see, so we have these ducks that come to the same bush that the birds go to. And there were a few different families that the mama duck would bring her little ducklings. There were seed that would fall from the birds and we'd place more seed there. And they would eat the seed. And mama was teaching her ducklings. They would follow her and she would watch while they ate. 
She would watch over. They could eat in safety, and she'd watch for any danger. Even as we, who would put the seed there, would approach, she would always tuck them into the into the bushes, and then they would go along. They would go along the wall, and then they would go along other places where they had safe refuge. Sometimes they were exposed as they went from one bush covering to the other. But they would find safe refuge. They would walk down to the water because they couldn't fly yet. So she led them, she protected them, she guided them, just like the Lord does for you. But you see, she couldn't hardly move. And for someone that is meant to soar, a duck to fly is its safety from the critters on the earth. And if it can't fly, I didn't know what to do. I contacted a wildlife refuge. I watched, I looked, and I researched, and I'm like, do I take it in? How do I do this? Do you have to catch the duck? What do you do? Do they come out? What, what do you do? And so I texted because I found a number, and I was able to communicate. And I said, will it survive through the night after explaining what it had been through? You see, I was at work, and someone had told me, there's a duck in the bush, and it's kind of behind this bench, but it can't move. I said, where is it? Where is it? And then I found out it had been attacked by other ducks. It was pulling at it, biting at it. They all attacked it. And then they left. And this wounded duck was sitting there in the place where it thought it was safe. It would come as a duckling. It thought it was safe. And so my friend, as I went out, because I heard this duck, and then I felt so bad because it was just like it was paralyzed on one side. And it was trying to shuffle away from me because to, to that duck that wild duck I was terrifying it didn't know I was the one that brought the seed I didn't want to hurt it I was trying to figure out how to help it but I didn't know how but I contacted a person said get it into a box and then take pictures and so I looked under and I took a picture of it near the food and water that I placed as I tried to catch it I couldn't but I set up this thing where I didn't want it to go deeper into the bushes. And as I did, it hit the side of the box, it came around me, and it flew. My heart was so happy because it flew. I knew it could get away from danger. It couldn't walk, but it could fly. But then I didn't know where it went. Was it going to be okay? Was it going to make it in the night? That person said it wasn't going to make it. And so as we had our event... That next day, I look a couple driveways down in this tiny puddle of water. I see this duck floundering in the water, so happy as could be. It found a little bit of water. It needed water and hydration to survive. Much like you, my friend. You can go without food. You can go without a lot of things. You need water, and especially the living water. And it was happy that it found even just a little bit. It was so happy. And what happened next, just as the wildlife person told me, keep an eye out. It'll probably return. She came flying back in. I left her rest. I asked, what should I do? She probably has a nest there. Leave her. I wasn't sure it was nesting season. And so my friend, I would try someone else would happen to come to our event who knew about ducks, guided me. She saw the ducks to get her some food, make sure she has water and water to sit in. And so I did all of those things. She still wouldn't sit in the water, not sure she really ate, but I went and got the wild food. And I asked somebody else's advice. 
He brought me to tears saying, it's probably not going to make it. It's going to get infected. They rejected it because it had infections. It was a weak one. So they rejected it so that it didn't draw predators to the rest of them. So they left it alone to draw predators unto itself. But you know, predator, it may take out one, but it's not going to satisfy it because it'll come and take out another and another. So we, as people, as children of God, we need to fight with the armor of God. You can't just kick somebody out. You can't just reject. We have to fight the good fight. And it starts with taking that to God in prayer, asking him to lead you and guide you. Because my friend, you are not the problem. You are part of the solution. And those who would manipulate would want you to, would want to make you look like you are the problem, but you are part of the solution. So my friend, wait upon the Lord and you shall (laughs) soar like the wings of eagles. He'll renew your strength. And you see, as I tried to catch it, because this duck person said, if you can catch it, you can try to take it in see what they can do if, if it's a broken leg if it's whatever it is maybe they could help and so later I saw it hiding under something I tried to catch it I tried this side wherever it was under I went this side I went that side and I couldn't catch it I'm crawling on the ground I have gloves on I'm trying to catch this thing I'm trying to help and it was probably terrorized thinking I was trying to hurt it that maybe I was the enemy but I knew I wasn't but he didn't know that she didn't know that So I tried to catch it and it flew off, but it only made it a couple driveways down. So I went down there. Can I catch it? Can I help it? And as I was trying to catch it, it went through some plants. Then it soared up and over someone's deck. And it went probably about another building or two. I went around there and I saw it sitting on the bank right by the water. And then I watched her climb into the water like a new swimmer holding onto the edge, afraid it can't swim, but wanted to get into the water. I watched her struggle to pull herself out. She was able to do it. And she sat there, shook her wings, and just coated herself with water and was so happy, took a drink. She was in her own environment. She could take a drink. She could eat. She could swim. Well, I don't know if she can swim, but she got into the water. She could wet her wings. She wasn't going to dehydrate. And as I sat watching, should I catch her? What should I do? And in my heart, I knew she's in her zone. She's in her safe place. She has what she needs, food and all of that. But I was still nervous that an enemy might get her, an enemy to her, which could be any number of critters on the ground or snapping turtles. Would she be okay? I didn't know. But in my spirit, I trusted. I had to trust. And so I left her in that place where she was resting. She was happy. She had food. She had water. She had hydration. She had what she needed. The next day I looked for her and I couldn't find her. But then I saw her again. There were some other ducks nearby. She was happy. She was not alone. And she was still doing well. What I went and asked for wisdom... They told me she wouldn't survive the night, and she did. Someone else told me to provide food and stuff. And and then she said, well, I didn't know you had this pond back here. This is what she needs. This is, she's so happy. And when I took this person who knew about ducks, came back the next day with some food. I had already gotten some. 
I said, let's go see if we can find her. I couldn't find her. And then we saw her, another building down. And we walked nearby, and I said, this is her, even though she wasn't moving, because she didn't fly away when we got close. She was able to see her struggle to shimmy across the ground. So she's like, well, we can try to catch her. And as she made herself big, when the duck went for the water, it then flew up over the water across the pond. Then it flew back onto just a little bit farther down. It flew back across the pond and then landed on the shore. That was the farthest I'd seen her fly. The other day, she couldn't make it very far, maybe two driveways down. Now she could fly across the pond and back across. She was renewing her strength. Maybe she couldn't walk like the rest of them. Maybe she had an injured leg, but she could fly. She could get out of danger, which is how God designed them. If there's danger on the ground, if it's a snapping turtle, if it's a fox, they could get off the ground and soar to safety or hit the water. But if she couldn't swim because her feet, she at least knew to get off the ground, fly as far as she could, try as hard as she could so she didn't (laughs) fall into the water, whatever it was. God was teaching me about renewing strength, about healing, about being afraid of those that may be trying to help, but they don't know how to help, truly know how to help. I didn't know what to do for a wild duck. All I knew was injured and I didn't want the critters to come and destroy her and try to eat her alive. I know there's an animal kingdom. I know there's things and how it breaks my heart to see that stuff happen. And it has to be by God's design. He designed them in different ways. But when God places it before my eyes, he knows that breaks my heart. He's not gonna put something in front of me just to watch me see it get destroyed. I watched it strengthen. I watched it be able to fly farther than a driveway or two down. I watched it soar across the water, then back again. And then I saw it again on the bank across the pond a day later. She made it through the night and the next and the next. So my friend, maybe you don't look or walk like everybody else. Maybe you feel rejected. Sometimes I feel rejected. But you know what? When you're standing strong and you're waiting on God, he will renew your strength. And even trying to catch that bird, though I couldn't catch it, I knew in my heart I needed to help. I needed to try this. It was strengthening that duck. I wasn't trying to do I wasn't trying to traumatize it. I, I felt bad. Like, am I traumatizing it? Should I not do this? Wisdom, where I went for guidance, they were telling me what I can do to help. And even though that, that man said, They had a duck, this happened to it, it's probably not going to make it. You're not going to need a big bag of food because it's not going to make it. But he didn't say it's not going to make it. Well, he did. He said the infection might kill it. And I said, I'm going to do the best I can. Because you know what? When God puts something before you, I saw a duck by itself walking in the bushes where that wounded one was. My mom said, oh, that's probably not the same one. And I said, maybe not, but I'd like to hope that he's healing that or he has healed that duck. Maybe that's the forethought of the indication that that duck is going to walk again. That duck is going to be okay. Who is that duck to you? 
Who is that one that you're contending for? And in my life, I'm still contending for things that seem impossible. Who is that one you're contending for that around you, the wisdom, the advice is probably like, it's not going to make it. And God's telling you, no, it's going to walk again. Not only is it going to make it, it's going to soar and mount up with wings like eagles. Eagles have a higher perspective. They can fly super high and see something really tiny on the ground. You will soar, my friend, with the wisdom, the sight, and perspective from God. He's going to show you situations. He's going to show you circumstances from his perspective. In our perspective, it looks awful and horrible. In God's perspective, he is a God of healing. He is a God of restoration. He is a God of redemption, salvation, where the lost shall be found. He is the tower that you run to. So my friend, if you are struggling through something, wait on the Lord. You may go to from person to person because you don't know how to do this thing that you're in the midst of. God does. And when you go and you ask the questions, you go and you purchase something, you go, you see other things. You may see trafficking in the process. You may see how they are using the things that people are drawn to, to harm in a bigger picture. But when you see it, God knows that he is doing something about that. It may not be you. It may not be you that has to call in and and share something. Or it may be, but God will lead you and guide you. You know, I thought I failed because I couldn't catch that duck. But I knew he belonged out there in the wild. He didn't belong in some cage in some rehab place. But someone who knew about them would tell me. They have ducks that come. They fly off and they come back. They give them a safe refuge. But they don't trap them in a cage. They let them be who they are designed to be. So my friend, you have unique talents and gifts and callings upon your life, your family's life. The things that you are contending for and battling through may be that you can also train up the child in the way you should go. Because as you get victory over those things, your child will get set free and will learn from you, the parent, the one whom God has designed for this child. You fight that battle that you need to fight. You stand strong where you need to stand strong. You speak up where you need to speak up. You remain silent where you need to remain silent. Listen to what God is leading and guiding you to. Because the world, people around you, will try to convince otherwise. Will try to cause chaos that you can't hear the voice of God. Listen, because it's the still, small voice that God will use to remind you you're his. He has you. He will fight for you. And when you think everything is just falling apart, God says, "Uh uh-uh, you are standing strong. No matter what it looks like, sometimes all you have to do is show up. God does amazing things. I don't know what you're fighting through right now. I don't know what or who you're fighting for. But Isaiah 40, 31 says, Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. 
They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That is for you, my friends, to encourage you. God is with you. He is for you. He will lead you and guide you. When salvation is the battle, it's fierce because the enemy does not want to let go of them. Because they know once they know the truth about who God is and how much he loves them, the enemy has lost. And he hates losing people to God. The enemy hates when people know they are loved, that they are liked, most of all loved. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, the fruit of the Spirit, the Spirit of the living God, Jesus, living water, living God, walked among us so that you may know His miracles are just as real today as they were back then. His love is just as real today as it was forever because God is love. And he loves you more than you could ever love somebody else. And he loves that somebody else more than you could ever try to love them. So God is with you. He is for you. And if he sent me to encourage you, (laughs) praise God even more. It was on my heart, the things that I walk through, the things that I experience are for God's glory. And I give him glory that he designed and fashioned the days before we ever walked into them. And though I didn't catch that wild duck, they wanted me to put it in a box. And what is the word say? Open the box. Let people be who they're designed to be. Don't try to box them in. Don't try to make them be something that you think it should be, a label on a box. This is what it is. Just like that baby bird. I didn't know what it was by its feathers. It wasn't fully developed yet. It wasn't fully able to fly and soar and identify itself. So how many people in your life, how many things in your life, somebody else is trying to get you to put it into a box and label that box so others call it by what your label is. God says, no, he is the one who identifies. He is the one who says who you are, how much you're loved, what you are capable of. Not people, not things, not processes, not programs, not churches, not businesses. People label themselves all the time. We all do. And the world will get you to label yourself. And they will tell you when you identify yourself as something, I am, whatever the I am statement, it should follow what God says of you and who you are. Because he says, I am. When they said, well, who sent you? Tell them, I am sent me. So allow God to reveal the identity to reveal who and what it is that you are contending for and contending with. Because he's healing and restoring from things from your life that you had no knowledge of as a child. You were taught and trained in one direction when you're supposed to be taught and trained in the Lord. And some people think they're taught and trained in the Lord. And then we learn that it was harmful religious abuse. It was harmful this or harmful that. 
God wants to love you and wrap his loving arms around you in a way that only God can. Don't fall for the false ways of someone trying to convince you it's God. Because I don't know how God wants to speak to you fully. Because if I did, it could be manipulated without even my knowing. But God will use something, even in this encouragement, that is unbeknownst to me to encourage you to give you something that you needed that I didn't know about. I'm not all-knowing. He is. I can't be everywhere. Only He can. I can't be in that circumstance that you're praying for, but He can. And He can send someone right in the midst. He sent someone who knows about ducks to our event that could talk to me and show me right then. He's, he, he showed up through someone who knows about ducks. Maybe she wasn't an expert. Maybe she wasn't everything, but she knew more than me. She had compassion and she cried over these creatures, these little ducks that God created. When maybe one of them didn't make it, she cried over them. Just like I cried when the guy told me that's ducks and going to make it. You won't even be able to, you won't have to buy a new bag. He meant it in destruction. God meant it. I wouldn't have to buy a bigger bag because he's going to provide the food in the nature as he designed it in the pond, in whatever it is that they eat in that water that sometimes it smells to us, but ducks love it. Maybe I wouldn't need a bigger bag because God's going to provide for it. Praise God for that. What the enemy meant for evil, God will use for his glory. So may you praise God for hearing this story, for hearing what I went through, what I cried over, what just broke my heart, that God is still bringing hope. With Isaiah 40, 31, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So my friend, walk the walk with the Lord. He is strengthening you every day. And may you be blessed. And may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Be blessed with that. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thanks for listening to Dynastream's podcast, I Said a Prayer for You Today. For more encouragements, visit our Facebook page at Dynastream LLC. That's D-Y-N-A-S-T-R-E-A-M-L-L-C. We'd love to hear from you. See you there. Thank you.